Welcome to Refuse to Lose Sports. I'm so excited about today's episode. Got the beam lit in the background. Got my two dogs with me. Listen, y'all, we got a great episode for y'all. We got a lot to talk about. But before we get started, I got to, you know, ask my brothers, how y'all doing today? I'm feeding off Dave energy today, man. He, you know, in the background before the show, so I'm going to peel back the curtain a little bit, man. Dave came in here. He had the music going. He had his turned up, y'all. So I'm feeling great now. Hey. I can't talk to bro boys. I can't talk to bro boys. Shout out to Drake for that song. Um, and 21 Savage, of course. Um, but I'm feeling good. Even though I went to a funeral today, you know, my, I had to, you know, pay my respect to my man who, who was uh, gunned down uh, not too long ago. Um, my man, Gino, rest in, rest in peace, my man. But, hey, I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm ready for the show. And we do not own the rights to that song, by the way. We don't want nobody trying to copyright us, okay? Yeah. And uh, so uh, <laughs> I'm Joe Jordan. That's Dave on your right. Tom on the bottom. And we're about to start the show. But before we start the actual segments, make sure you like this video. If you're on right now, hit that like button, right? Also, share this video with somebody that you guys know so they can come on watch live with us. The most important thing to do, though, is subscribe. All right, we're looking to get to a thousand subscribers as soon as possible so we can get y'all better content. So if you haven't subscribed so far, hit it right now. And if you know somebody hasn't subscribed, send it to them so they can subscribe themselves. Use that comment section. We can see all the comments y'all will be putting on. I missed the intro. Tom on intro. Figure out what I did. All right. So Use that comment section like you see so far. Everybody's putting those comments in. We can see all the comments y'all will be putting down. We're going to throw them on the screen, as you can see that one on the screen right now. And we're going to respond to y'all throughout the show and communicate. So, Dave, I know you're excited. We got Dave's doghouse to close out the show. But, Dave, talk about those IG chats that we have. Hey, I'm I'm definitely excited about the debut of the live doghouse today. Um, It, it warms my heart who, who I'm putting in the doghouse. Y'all going y'all gonna to see that later on. But... We have the NBA chat, NFL, uh, boxing, baseball, college football, college basketball. Those are all the chats that we have. And the NBA is mixed in with that. Uh, also, shout out to women uh, for this is Women History Month. So all the women in sports, um, not just in sports, but since we are a sports channel, I just want to say I appreciate you for everything that you do. Without child, we wouldn't be here. So I appreciate you for that um, and everything else that you do. Not, not just bringing us here, but all the support, the love, the care. All the stuff that you do for us, the upbringing of us, and the, the affirmations, definitely appreciate you for that. So the the most exclusive IG chat that we have is the Refuse to Lose. The All the other ones, you get all the alerts in there. You get all the updates as far as um, uh, injuries, illnesses, uh, drive-by shootings, Sean Kemp. Um, <laughs> uh, all that stuff that you – that is either posting it on ESPN or not talked about in ESPN, we put it out before they even get to it. Before they get to it on, on Bleacher Report, we put it out there immediately. Before it's on Twitter, we put it out there. So, and if we, one, I, I guess could tell you the comment section to let you know that we can put those things out immediately. Uh, so those, if you want to get, join those chats, let us know. You can put your IG name, your IG name in the comment section. These are all IG chats. So put your IG name in there and we can add you in there. And then for the refuse to lose chat, you got to be able to come on the show just to get in there. But not just get on the show. You got to be active in those other chats and active in the comment section and then come on the show. Then you'll have access to that because you got to refuse to lose chat is a little it's a little different. And it, it ain't like the other ones. We get out. We get into a little debates here and there and, and those other ones. But this one, 
We talk about everything in there. Any and everything. We have debates coming up from that show. So if you want to get in the Fuse Loose chat, you got to be able to get in those other ones and, and then let us know you want to come on the show. That's the biggest one. I think it's the best one out of all of them. So I'm I'm actually glad that I'm in that one because you don't want to miss out. And if you miss out on one, don't try to jump in late because you're gonna be lost. And shout out, shout out the coach for always sending in the late post that we already we already put in there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. And last but not least, enjoy the rest of the show. So we're gonna kick it off and talk about injuries. Two players that had major, not major, but some injuries. We had KD who was warming up and had an angle injury and did not play against us, against uh, the OKC Thunder on his home debut. And then on the same night, Luka Doncic, hip injury, and he ended up leaving the game, and they lost to the Pelicans. So we want to talk about how crucial – is it a big deal or a little deal with these injuries? And I'm going to kick this one off. Now, I think both of the injuries aren't serious. We saw the MRI came out today with Luka, and it said it wasn't serious. Basically, when he st- starts to feel better and he's going to come back on the floor. KD's MRI hasn't came out yet, but I don't think that the injuries are serious. But for the Suns, little deal, mainly because they already – I mean, they don't need much time for chemistry. They're 3-0 over KD. Right now they're sitting at the fourth seed. I think they're good enough. We saw against OKC, Booker dropped 44, and they won by like 20. They're good enough to maintain that fourth seed or at least stay within that sixth seed range. But then you have the Mavericks. Who fighting in a play-in spot right now? Who are they are two and six? Kyrie Irving and Luca. They only won two games together. They are two and six with each other. Three and six, sorry, three and six with each other. So they actually need more time together on the court. So Luca missing more time is gonna hurt them. So I think it's a big deal when it comes to the Mavericks because they're gonna be looking out, not out the play-in, but they could be looking to go into the to the to like to the next phase of the season in the play-in. And no matter how good you are, that's a do-or-die game. It's not a mm-hmm. seven-game series. In the NBA, these teams are talented. All it takes for one night for these teams to get hot, and it's a wrap. So that's how I look at it. A little, uh, little deal for the for the uh, Suns, big deal for the Mavs. What about you, Tomo? I'm going to say it's a big deal for the uh, Mavs just because of what you said. Remember a few weeks ago we were, we were talking about <clears throat> with the Clippers, about right about now is not the time when you want to be trying to get that chemistry, when you're just – trying to secure a spot for the playoffs, even though they are in the play-in. But for the Mavs, who are technically already in the playoffs, and again, you have two players who are ball-dominant, and they were just kind of finding their rhythm just a little bit. You know, the two games where they averaged, uh, where they both scored like 82 combined points. Then that last Suns game where things got a little frictiony at towards the end. Uh, it's a bad deal. It's a bad deal right now, man. And then you got Kyrie. Yeah. You know, Kyrie's about to go on one of his binges. I seen him on Twitch. He's he, he's starting up. He's starting up, man. Kyrie Luther King is coming, y'all. But he should be able to hold them down right now, so they can mm-hmm. hold down that six seed. I mean, the Clippers. When the Clippers are right behind you, I mean, you kind of still got a shot because you never know what games they're gonna win or what games they're gonna lose. And for the Suns, like you said, their chemistry was already intact, and then you got a drop in play. We got to just start. That's KD new name. It's just drop and play. You can literally just drop them in and play the game. With uh, with uh, Luca, it's a hammy, but his game, he already not that athletic. So it's not like he got to jump up and down. So the, the injury for him to come back, the recovery time may be a little bit quicker because he could walk up and down the court. I don't know how it's going to happen when you got to play defense, but some people say football is easier. We're going to show. 
we're going to show y'all that basketball is a little bit tougher now. And KD, I mean, Kyrie, it's your time, man. Dave, how you feel about this? All right, so, yeah, I, I think it's going to be hard for, for the Mavericks, too, um, because of where they – not only where they are, um, but just because of – they got 14 games left in the regular season, so they got some games that they got to catch up on. They just lost last night to the Pelicans. Um, so they got they got some making up to do. And with Luka being out, uh, thankfully he won't be out for a long period of time. So um, more likely if he comes back, he, they should be pretty good. Um, but I'm more so leaning towards the Suns might having just a little bit of fear in there right now. Hmm. Simply because um, since the memorize hasn't come out yet, they did say that they feared that it could put them out for the re- for the 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 rest of the regular season and the start of the and the start of the playoffs. Now, um, hmm. depending on where they depending on who their opponent is, I might change my feelings towards that. But at this moment, I think it, it could potentially be serious because KD did just come back from an injury. Now he's out. Mm-hmm. And yes, he is a drop and play, but he's that drop and play that created more offense for that team. Um, and if uh, with, with CP3, D-Book, and DeAndre Ayton, they had, what, four that's, – that's four players right there that – can give you at least 15 to 20 a night. And when you miss, when you take one out, I understand that the Suns were already good before them, but you got to remember the pieces they had around them too. They don't have those pieces anymore. Mikael Bridges is not there to help out. Cam Johnson is not there to help out. Um, (laughs) Jay Crowder is not there to help out. (laughs) I just had to say it. I just had to say that. But they don't have those players to help them out while Katie's gone. They got Wainwright, but do we expect Wainwright to do it, put put up twelve points again like he did last time, four, five, and three? Do we expect him to do that every single night? I don't. He's good enough, but I don't think he's going to do that consistently. Um, and then you got Campaign coming off the bench. He's not consistent either. He only gave you, what two points last time. I don't. I'm, I'm not sure if he's going to be to be able to do what they need to do. So I think there should be a little bit of fear there be, because they have championship aspirations and mm-hmm. the way that they the way that their team is constructed. They can win this year because they have Katie and because they don't really need that kind of chemistry because you can just drop him in any system. Like, like, like Thomas said, drop and play. You drop him in any system, drop him anywhere. He can pretty much do whatever he needs to do. He plays any kind of ball. He can play team ball. He can play one-on-one. That doesn't matter. He's a threat no matter what. And then he's, it's not like he's a slouch defensively. He can play some defense too. So you're missing that. Now if, and it depends on how long he's out that may affect how well your team can play because you don't have that defense to help you out because Mikael Bridges is no longer on the team and KD can't help you out with that. So I think that there should definitely be a little bit of a little bit more fear than what you guys are saying right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I see what you're saying, but let, let, let's point out one more thing. What's what's up with Arizona and, and, and slippery uh, objects, you know, like the field, <laughs> now in the court? Like, what's, what's going on there? That's... <laughs> Call it. They, they got a new a new name for it. They call it the slip and slide state. There we go. Cause that's crazy. <laughs> Those don't know is a shot at the Eagles. But um, <laughs> but see, they said that he could have played if it was like a playoff game or a mm-hmm. serious situation where they needed his win. He could have still played, but they just playing it safe. Now you're right. It should be fair because they haven't received the MRI yet. 
Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think it's going to be a serious injury. I think it's something similar to, to Luca, kind of like, you know, something. Luca, see, another thing, y'all, with the Mavs, they desperate. Luca has been ling- this been lingering on Luca for a while. He said for at least over a week. And he's been trying to play through it. That's how desperate they are to get out this situation in the end, the 60s, 70s, 60s. So they the AFC, my bad. Yeah. Yeah, they they they, the they, right so, right they falling. They falling. So they need, they need every win right now, not in, and the chemistry. But I don't, I don't think Katie's situation is, is serious. But like you said, they there should be a fair. I agree. Man, I should have. I just thought about it because they falling. Katie slipping. They slipping. They falling. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Man, take it to that's, the house. That, that's another song we don't have cop- own copyrights to. All right, so we just want to throw it out there. Oh, we were just talking. We weren't rapping. We weren't. Right, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, glad yeah. you threw that out there. Uh huh. <laughs> so let's go to our next topic. Now let's talk about John Morant. So John Morant, uh, his situation has been clear so uh, so far, I should say, because he's still out. Um, but no criminal charges are being held against him no more, which is which is great. I believe we all relieved for that situation to happen. But he still is out for at least four more games. Still seeking help, like he said, um, receiving help, I should say. Pretty sure he already seeked it. So we're going to just talk about our reaction to that. Now, I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing that he continued to take a little bit more time. Think, like, think about him coming right back after the situation. I think it's a smart thing to do. And this is a big break for John Morant, we should say. A big break. He made some unquestionable decisions, and he went relief of criminal charges. So now he can move forward. He cannot look. He don't have to look back no more. Worry about the situation. Now he can just focus on basketball and basically making smart moves going forward. And I think this is an opportunity for John Morant to redeem himself. Right now they're sitting in the third seat. All right, he can still maintain all his endorsements as far as Powerade, Nike, all that stuff. Is just be a good citizen. Be, be the role model that, that he should be. I know some like Charles Barkley got that saying, I'm not a role model. I get it. But at the end of the day, you want to be a good citizen. You want to be a good example in this world. You don't want people to do bad things in this world and be like, oh, I learned from him. You don't want that on you. You want people to do good things in this world and be like, I learned that from him. So I would say John Moran going forward, just make better decisions. All right, his dad came out. I'm pretty sure somebody going to probably Tom, I'm going to mention that. His dad came out, said some words. But this just be a good citizen. But as far as basketball, this is a good opportunity for you, man. Now, we all know Stephen Adams out for the rest of the year. We all know Brandon Clark out for the year with Achilles injury. But John Morant is the it's a difference maker for that whole team. Once he shows up, they can beat anybody because they, they are great defensively. Now, obviously, with Stephen Adams, that helps. But they can go into this playoff, and they can make a run, and Jocker erase everything that happened as far as the media so far this season. If he goes out there and wins. That's how I look at it. Now, if he comes back and lose, guess what? They still want to talk about the situation. Is it still in Jaws head? All that stuff. But they go out there and win the media. With, it's, it's like it's, it'll be forgotten. So, yeah. Jaws, here's your opportunity, man. Take advantage of it. So, look, Joe, I'm, running, I'm not even going to bring up what his daddy said because that, that's enough. Like, the, the fact that his father came out and said what he said, and for those who don't know, I will read it, though. Jaws was never in the streets. Of course, he was around a bad crowd, but that was only to play basketball. So, a.k.a. He lived out in the suburbs, but he he played uh, in the Watts tournaments. You know <laughs> there I mean? you go. Yep. Great example. <laughs> For people who don't know who Watts is, it's a park in D.C. But if you want to think about it, think about the rucker in New York. You know, you got to keep it because we, we global now. So, And then he was like, we made sure he went to a good school, went to practice, came home. And when he what he's trying to prove right now was stupid. 
So the fact that his father's coming out saying this, but his father's also the same person that's around when most of this is going on, it's a little tricky. So that's why I really didn't want to bring it up because now it's like, so are you one of them parents that be like, do as I say, not as I do? Because it's clear that the message is not getting across to your son because he's still wilding out. But I do like the fact that he stepped up to the plate. He took accountability of the situation and was like, look, I'm going to take some time away. But that's the serious part. Yeah, I know I'm here for the jokes. Twitter called this man Jawa Warrant. Twitter. I, I love this social media. The fact that they Twitter. took that and ran with it, man. Jaw Jaw Rant is the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yeah, and, that was. And the only reason wild. I'm sharing this is because the boy is getting his life right. If he was still on a spiral, I wouldn't have shared that joke. But the fact that he's trying to do right, just know that when you go in the arena, they're going to shout this. So be prepared. Also, Memphis, you got to trade Dylan Brooks. Mm. If you want to clean up, you got to trade him. Because right now, the, the, the aura of the Memphis Grizzlies does not fit the, what John Morant needs right now. Because mm. it's, it's, it's fitting that narrative too perfectly. Like, all y'all do is talk trash and don't play basketball. Like, that's where it's at right now. John Gotti is a good one, too. But that's all I got to say for because the kid is trying to do the right thing. He got a major break with them dropping the charges because I'm telling you, things could have got even uglier. Most people say he probably got lucky because he's in the NBA. But, hey, sometimes you being in the right situation can help you to prepare for elevation. I'm not a preacher, but I'm going to pass it on over to Dave. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up what his father said because that's what I was going to bring up. But I don't have to now because you did. (laughs) Right. You did, so yeah, I don't have to worry. I don't have to worry about bringing it up, but yeah, my now I think now with all the legal stuff being being put to bed as far as just that situation in Colorado, I think he should be he should be okay. Now the whole thing is, what is the NBA going to do? What is their mm-hmm. inv- investigation? Um, are they going to suspend him any longer? Um, because he hasn't been suspended by the NBA. I, he was suspended by the team. The team suspended him. For two games and tell him he'll be out for four more. So mm-hmm. this that's just the team. Now, a lot of times the NBA doesn't do anything because the team already reprimanded them. However, when it comes to a situation like this, the NBA sometimes will take over. Because it happened on in an away game. They don't know how the weapon got there. True. They don't know if it was on a plane. They don't know if he got it while he was in Colorado. Um, I've been to Colorado a few times. I don't know exactly where he would have been able to get it from. I don't know. Um, but uh he's 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 John Morant, so I'm pretty sure he he I'm pretty sure he knows somebody in Denver. He's he's been leaving for a few years, so he knows someone there. So if he was able to get it there, then that's another thing because the thing is is it registered? Um and if it's not registered, that makes it even worse. Be and for one. Um, the security at the club, how did he get it in there? Why did the security not check him at the club? Uh, TSA, if, if it was allowed on the plane, how did, how did it get up there without anybody saying it, without it being known? Is this something that, for me, I want to know, is this something that goes on in the NBA all the time? I want to know, is this, is this just a one-situation thing with John Morant, or, does, or do NBA players do this all the time? Um, and if this does happen all the time, I want to know why NBA players are allowed to just bring that with them no matter what, when regular citizens aren't allowed to do that. So, I don't know. That might have to do something with private jets. I don't know how that. I don't know how that works. But if you fly private, they make you maneuver that way. Possibly, but I think yeah. if you're still going through TSA, there's still something that has to go through True. that. I, 
my brother works for TSA, so he would he more than likely would be like, nah, that's not allowed. Okay. Um so um I wanna know I, my whole thing is I just want to know what the NBA gonna do. If the NBA doesn't do anything and they just have him sit out for whatever team it is, then I think he should be fine. Um but the Grizzly season depends on what's gonna happen to him. Uh since they haven't come out with anything yet, I'm just me for me, I'm really just waiting on that. Because they say it's possible that he could be suspended for 50 games. So, and that's 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 not that's that's including this season and some games into next season. Yeah. So uh that's just that's all I'm really um all I'm really worried about. I just want to know what's gonna happen with that. Definitely glad that he uh came out the apology, he's not gonna be charged. Glad that he's not gonna be going to jail. Uh, I think that was the biggest thing that he doesn't have to worry about any charges. He didn't he's not gonna have anything on his record. Uh that's good for a young, a young man, a young black man at that too. Um, so that I'm I'm really glad about that. But now I want to see what's gonna happen with him in the NBA for the rest of the season. Yeah. Yeah, I do want to say something. I know Tom mentioned the dad. Now, one thing about the dad situation, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you, but uh John Morant at the end of the day, he's his own man. He made his own decisions. And John Morant is a guy who was this kid and now he's a multi-millionaire. Like that is true too. That's, that's NBA overnight. So he can live where he wants, he can buy where he wants, he can go where he wants, and his dad probably don't know what how the stuff he's doing. Nah, that's what's yeah. And 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 that's when you broke. You don't know how the stuff is doing. <laughs> All right. So it's even worse then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say it's probably even worse when you broke. Because when you're rich, <laughs> at least everybody pulling their phone out when they see you. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. So I, I did want to say that. Oh, Joe, so before we go on. to before we go to Stop the next forward. topic, is this this <clears throat> this just dropped? Patrick Ewing is out as the head coach in Georgia. Mm. Mm. And I think he just said yesterday, I, I would be honored to come back. He literally, unless they let him go or he walked away. Well, I don't know the detail. I'm just sharing the alert. Okay. Yeah. They might let him go, Tombo. That's crazy because he said he wants, he'd be honored to come back. That's exactly what he said yesterday. Mm. I would. So, because Jim Behan, he he retired and then whatever. Yep. All right. So, go ahead. Oh, no. You good. You good. Oh, okay. All right. So, <laughs> this is for you, David. But we're going we gonna, to we gonna let you go last. So, look, we got Miami Heat. Miami Heat, obviously, last year, number one seed. We all know that, right? Number one seed last year. And this year, they are in the play. In, they playing hopscotch. They six, seven. Six, they don't know where they want to be. So, we want to talk about what is Miami Heat's ceiling for if they make the playoffs. So, Dave, I think y'all ceiling is the second round. But I don't think y'all hitting y'all ceiling. I don't think y'all are. And it's, it's one reason why. It's this, David. Last year, one of the big opponents for y'all, one of the big things that was that, that helped y'all become number one seed, y'all were the best three-point shooter team in the NBA. The best. Y'all were number one in three-point percentage. David, this year, y'all take the 10th most threes. But are the 28th in three-point percentage. That's terrible. That's bad. That's when everybody, I'm sorry, I, I'm not here to dog this person. This is the example I'm, I'm giving, all right? People always say, Westbrook, why are you taking all these threes? Your percentage is bad. That's y'all. Your percentage is terrible, but yeah, you keep shooting. <laughs> so last year, that, that helped y'all. So this is what I think is going to happen, David. I think y'all going to play Philly first round, and I think they're going to sweep y'all. I think it's going to be a repeat of the Milwaukee Bucks. Y'all came, y'all beat Milwaukee. And Milwaukee turned around the very next year and said, we're not playing with our food, and they swept y'all. They brought the broom and the dustpan, and they put y'all in there and put y'all right in the trash. 
So I think that's going to happen with Philly this year. Sorry to say that. Tom, what, what you think going to happen? Look, man, you see the title. It says ceiling fans or church fans. And look, for the folks that are not who have not been to a black church and on a summer day when it's hot outside and the AC don't work, you know, you got to work that you got to work that church fan and to keep you cool. And right now, that's why I think the Miami Heat are because, you know, you can have a good ceiling fan in the crib. You know, it keeps the air circulating. You can open a window. You know, you feel good. Got the but, AC working. Yeah. You know, and you don't got to do too much work. That's the ceiling. You know, that's that ceiling fan. But right now, I think the Miami Heat are a church fan, and I like it because y'all coming down to the bottom with the Wizards, and I love everything about what Joe just said because you keep shooting them threes. Whatever y'all doing, it's working for me as a Wizards fan. Just keep doing it. But in all, <laughs> but in all just as an uh, a analyst, I think you all can really turn it around. I mean, with Kevin Love, it looked like it was a good trade. The video, you know, shout out to my guy, the video did numbers. Because, of course, when y'all got him, it was a good deal. But ever since he's been there, y'all been, what, three and seven with him in your last 10 games? You know, the chemistry, I feel like the chemistry is almost not just there yet. It may be that guy up top. And I'm going to let you say his name. But I'm going to just tell you like this. Y'all a church fan for me, man. I see you making the playoffs. I don't think you're going to get swept, though. I see a gentleman sweep because Jimmy Butler not going out like that. He gonna at least give you one game, but other than that, you're done, son. <laughs> Go ahead, Dave. And the words of Tomo, you're done, son. Miami <laughs> Heat first round exit. Sorry, Dang. sorry. That's I mean, the ceiling for me. That's the ceiling for me. I don't, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see us making the second round. We too inconsistent. Way too inconsistent. Joe already bought up our, our three point percentage. I'm not. I'm gonna go over some more. He that he just gave it a little bit. Let me give you everything else. for y'all. Yeah, let me let me give you, let me give you the rest of the heat. You know, I got I got this. Let me, let me take this off. Let me take this off. You know, okay, it's getting real. So church music. Not only are we 28 in three point percentage, we are dead last in field goal percentage in the league. Oh my god, dead last. We're 27 for rebounds, 23rd in assists. That is terrible. Now, we are fifth in defensive ratings, which is good. However, it can be misleading. We are dead last in blocks per game. Bruh. Dead last. And our offense is so bad, we're dead last in points per game. Bruh. 26th in offensive rating, 28th in pace, and 27th in effective field goal percentage. Miami Heat, first round exit. <laughs> first round exit. I don't see. I, I I don't see what else is. Who who can we beat? If we play Atlanta, yeah, I mean we could beat them. We own Atlanta, so I, I I get that. But anyone else, I don't see us being the Knicks. I'm sorry, I don't see us being the Knicks. I don't see us being Brooklyn. I don't see Dang, us being Brooklyn. Cleveland. I don't know. Dude. Y'all can probably get Brooklyn. Dude. I don't You'll know. Somebody. I don't know. I don't know. We definitely not, not being the top. We not being the top three teams. We not being Boston, Milwaukee, or Philly at all. Well, you might as well add Cleveland to that too. Hey, I, I, I said Cleveland. Yeah. I, I said Cleveland. We not beating no, them that four. We not beating them. We not beating them. Now we play. We did play Cleveland in the close game last night. We won and lost by four points. I, hey, it looks good, but we still lost. And like Joe said, we teetering. We don't know. We will be sixth or seventh, and we might even fall to eighth. Look. We didn't play in this year. I, I, I see it. I don't, I, don't, I don't see it. We got 15 games left, but I, I don't see what we're going to do. 
I'll see you. We beating the Bulls. We own the Bulls. The Bulls ain't doing nothing with us. I ain't worried. I'm not worried about y'all. I'm not worried about y'all. Sorry, sorry, Carlo, but the Bulls not beating us. Yeah, even with even with Lonzo Ball, you wouldn't beat us. I'm sorry. Dang, that it's not happening. So? But I don't know about that. But go ahead. Hey, hey well, look at what happened a couple of years ago when they had him. We swept oh, in the rest. Oh, couple oh, years ago, y'all better three point shooting. Don't matter. Don't matter. Don't matter. Hey, I, I got I got belief in my team. But look, we're not going nowhere. We're not going nowhere. This is exactly what I said before when I said that the one year we went to the bubble, went to the bubble finals, next year got beat. Got the brakes beat off us by Milwaukee. Swept in the first round. Last year, first round, hey, went went all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals, game seven, almost went to the finals again. And now what happened this year? If I don't know, if I don't know my team, then I don't know my team, but I already know that we ain't we ain't good enough. I can't, I said it. I said once we lost PJ Tucker and we lost a couple other players, and we ain't make no moves. I said, well, Pat Riley don't care. He fell asleep with the trade deadline. Couldn't get Kyle Lowry out the door. Still got Udonis has him on the team. He told my son he retiring. He tired. I don't know what you tired for. You sitting on the bench. You sitting on the bench. Someone they naming the bench after you next year. Dang. <laughs> that's, that's the you. That is. I, and I'm I'm being serious. This is actually happening. They're naming the bench after Udonis has him next year. That is the Udonis has him section. The bench is his section now. That's how long. That's how much you sat on the bench this year. Udonis has him. Go to the Hazem. I like what you did for for us. You, you you have this win three championships. I appreciate you, but come on now, you should have retired after the bubble. You shouldn't have did nothing mm-hmm. after that. What did you do since then? He over there last year in the locker room. I don't care about that. He could be a coach. Hey Joe, you seen him just say they named the bench after the man. <laughs> That's crazy. That's the first. I've never seen a team say we gonna name the bench after. I've never seen it before. When I saw, it, I said, "All right, I get." Oh, they actually doing that. Yes, yes, I'm dead oh serious. I gotta I'm believe Dave. He the fan. I, I gotta believe. Serious. We are naming the bench after Udonis Haslam next year. That the oh bench section God. is the Udonis Haslam section now. That's I how much he was joking he's around. I'm not. That's how much he's. That's how much he warmed up them seats for them. Oh. You know, he got you know twenty warm seats, five um, five uh waves off for the fan, and ten lessers. Yeah, that's it. That's it. He. That's the only double double he's gotten this year with us is on a bench. <laughs> man, Miami Heat not doing nothing, man. I love Miami Heat, but I'm I'm waiting for next year. I'm waiting for next year. See if we can make some moves next year. But we ain't doing right. nothing next year. So, so the way you talking, y'all not making out the play-in. Basically, how you talking? If we play the Hawks, we can make it out the play-in. <laughs> y'all own the Hawks. Yeah, we own the Hawks. If we play them, we can make it out the play-in. But anyone else? No, I don't, I don't see it. Now, there right, was look. a question. Oh, Before we go there, there was a question a few weeks ago. What's more likely to happen? The Wizards make the play in or the Miami Heat fall out of the sixth seed? Facts. And look, <laughs> I mean, turn. we both looking y'all, like we y'all making like it up. Facts. <laughs> it's like neither one of us might not make it. Hey, oh, I don't know. I don't all know. right. Hey, real, all right. Before we move on to the next topic, <clears throat> got an update. Grizzlies coach Taylor Jenkins on the process for John Morant to eventually rejoin the team. I can't share details. There's definitely steps. I haven't read this yet, y'all, by the way. I'm just reading to y'all now. There's definitely steps that are going to be, going to need to be met personally and professionally as he deals with some stuff personally to get better. Then, obviously, the expectations on the team, he's going to have some things that he's going to have to clear to know what the expectations are when he does return. Again, 
He's out at least the next four games. I know everyone wants to know what's this going to be. It's the hot topic for sure, but he's taking time. His responsibility to get better personally, that's a big factor in this. And also, his responsibility to the team is something we're addressing with him. He's fully on board and has been communicative. Uh, communi- yeah, yeah he, he, has, he has been communicating with our group, basically. So, no details for real. <laughs> I thought yeah. it was something. But basically, mm-hmm. he's, uh, he's, he'll be back soon. That was one of those. Soon. Y'all keep asking me, so I'm going to give y'all a statement. Mm-hmm. That's what that yeah. felt like. That, that, that's what I was. All right. So, this is a topic the whole chat want to hear. I've never seen an argument for the Tennessee in my life. <laughs> Ever. I think, I think the chat argues more about who's going to make the 10th seed than the first number one seed. We got people <laughs> like the Celtics in the chat, like all that stuff, and nobody talks about that. We talk about this more than that. Well, so we got, so nobody cares about the Celtics. No. <laughs> we got four <laughs> teams fighting for that. We actually got five teams if you add Toronto, but we're going to talk about the four teams from 10 and down. You have the Wizards at 10th, Bulls at 11th, Pages at 12th, and Magic at 13th. And in our, our IG chats that Dave mentioned when we started the show, all four of those teams have fans in, in the chat, and they, and they go mm-hmm. at it, including my man Tomo. So the question is, what would be the order? So who, who's going to get that 10th seed, and what would be the order of the standings for those four teams? So here's my order. Number one, Chicago Bulls. I think Chicago Bulls would be had the best record. Now – I think it's high chance that the Wizards and the Bulls pass Toronto. I think that's a high chance. But we're not talking about Toronto right now. I think the Bulls would be the best team out of those four teams we just named. And mainly because we know offensively they got weapons. They got people like DeMar Rose and Zach Levine. We know that. But since Patrick Beverly's been there, y'all, they've been really good defensively. All right? Since Patrick Beverly's been there, they are number one in the NBA in points allowed. So. Patrick Beverly really came there and changed, changed like the whole energy there. I knew when he went to LA, it, it, it wouldn't fit. I said it when they first got him, like it's not gonna work. But with the Bulls, when he went there, we did a show about it. I was like, I, I like it. So I think they'll be tenth. Well, they'll be ninth or tenth. The team after that, the Wizards. I think the Wizards are gonna be behind them, right behind them. If not the same record with the tiebreaker Bulls winning, or right behind them. I think the Wizards. Have, I think the Bulls have the best team because they have DeRozan and Zach Levine. Uh, that's why I, I, I'm going to pick them. But I think the Wizards are right there because they got their big three. But their big three are they're, – they're not super team. Like, none, none of them are here. You know, like, they are all – besides Brady Bill, there are guys that were role players that, that are, are cheap and good with the Wizards, basically. Kyle Kuzma is basically a role player. And – um, Paul Zingas was an all-star once upon a time, but with Dallas, he wasn't that guy. But I think the Wizards are a good team. I think the Wizards are not bad or they're not great. They're like great. They're like – they're not even they, – they're like tad on the good, whatever that is. And I like the team. So Wizards got a nice little team, but somehow Bill has gotten worse. <laughs> oh, sorry. All right. So for the, my audio listeners, I was reading the comment. I, I didn't say that, all right? I got to do more research than that. But, but Bill, I mean, I, I I like the Wizards team, but I got them finishing next. Now here's the here's the here's the here's the tricky part. I got the Pacers finishing next. 
I like the Pacers because the Pacers, I like Tyrese Halliburton. Tyrese Halliburton, one thing about him, when I know Tyrone mentions in the chat that he's one of the clutchest players, he's not, but Indiana as a whole, they win a lot of close games. When the games are close, Indiana pulls out most of them. They really do. They know how to close down the stretch. Uh, you know why? Because they have Tyree Tyler a smart player, a point guard. When you have a point guard down the stretch, it makes life easier. Just ask Boston. They didn't have a point guard last year, and every time it was a close game, they couldn't really finish for real because they couldn't have nobody to take care of the ball. So I got them finishing. And then last but not least, Orlando going to be last. And it's mainly because, I, like, they, they, like, if you look at the rosters, they probably have the best. If, if you give all of them a great coach, Orlando will probably be probably the Wizards. The Wizards will probably be the best team, but then Orlando. I like Orlando. Orlando got some great pieces over there, but how they scheming them up, how they using their pieces. I don't think they use Paolo pretty good. They don't put Paolo in the best spots on the floor. I just don't like what I see in Orlando. Orlando could beat anybody, and they and they and they proven it. They they showed us that, but also they can lose anybody, like Detroit. You know, so that's why I got that order. Tomo, you a Wizards fan? You tell me what you got. I like everything you just said there, Joe. Like, this is a nice gumbo pot of, like, what the – I can't hit the buzzer right now, but it's a, it's a gumbo pot. It's a cluster, you know. All these teams, like you said, are kind of like – they remind me of the same team. Like, if you close your eyes and just watch the game, if you didn't know which player was on what teams and you just was, like, listening to the games and nobody ever said the team name, you would be like, or maybe it's the Wizards, or maybe it's the Bulls, maybe it's the Pacers, or maybe it's Orlando. And I got to throw Toronto in there too, because again, outside of like actually knowing the team names, you just hit the rosters and they go out there and play. They all win a game, then lose a game, or they'll win two games and then they'll lose three games. Like, and we, I'm gonna throw the heat in there in the mix too, because you seem like you're coming down with us. So, look, everybody from seven and under is playing the same game, they're playing a dangerous game at this point. You have to win, and we all play each other, like, back-to-backs. Like, we just lost – like, the Wizards just squandered away another 15-point lead to the Hawks last night, and then they lost. Then they played the Hawks on Friday. So, look, they'll do a one-and-one. But we're talking about from the 10th seed on down? 10th seed on down. (laughs) I might be a little bitter, so don't mind me on with this one. I got the Bulls taking that spot. Oh, Tomo. If it just as of right now, I say the Bulls are taking that spot because they they have the chemistry. Their, their team is gelling and they're playing better. They just went up against the Nuggets and showed everybody what they're capable of. I've seen the Wizards go up against the Pistons and almost and win off of a putback shot. Like, look at the difference. <laughs> look at the difference. The same back to back days too. Meanwhile, right. Porzingis will put up forty three and we lose. To the Hawks, like some things just don't make sense. I'll say the Wizards will take that 11th spot. The Pacers Orlando one is tricky. I think, I think for some strange reason they they go back and forth. But to me, the Pacers have a little. I give them a little bit of the edge because of what you said about Orlando. Their coach doesn't put them in the right places at the right times for them to, or give them the right rotation sometimes for them to close out or finish a game when they need to. And the Pacers are doing that, so I'll give the Pacers that second. I think we all stay packed. But if we want to shift it up just a little bit, I think some I think some pieces move around. I think if I if I want to really play this game, I say the Bulls move up to probably nine 
Mm-hmm. I see that. Toronto drops down a spot. Toronto, yeah. I think Toronto or the Hawks. I think one of them two drop down. I'm going with Toronto. The Wizards stay in that tenth spot. Oh. And then that's when it still gets ugly the rest of the season. So y'all making it play in? As of now. But okay. if I look at my schedule, I'm gonna let Dave go and then I'll rebut. But I know we got Atlanta again. Then we it's getting rocky. I think the Wizards might fall, honestly. We got Atlanta, Philly, Detroit, Cleveland, Sacramento, Orlando, oh, <laughs> Denver. Then we gotta play Toronto. Yeah. Look, Bulls, have fun. Dave, take it away. <laughs> we are, hey, we, Carlo, you hear that? Hey, Carlo, Tom can't say nothing to you in the chat no more. I don't. I only mess with the Pacers. You're right. You don't, though. It's only them Pacers. As long as we don't drop below the Pacers, I can. I hold some credibility here. <laughs> All right. So, Tom, I agree that Toronto is going to fall out. So, I think Toronto is going to fall out. But I order just a little bit different. Okay. Just okay. a little bit different. I like this. So, I actually have the Wizards finishing ninth. I got oh. the Wizards finishing above them. Wow. Um, and I, I think this this could just be me. This could just be me. But I think we're getting a little too overhyped with the, the fact that they beat the Nuggets. You do remember that they just lost by 21 to the, to Phoenix not too long ago. And they only lost to Toronto. And they lost to Toronto. Almost. They also lost to the Pacers. They lost to the Magic. So I get it. Yes, they have the chemistry. <laughs> but in their last 10 games, they're four and six. Hmm. They don't have a winning record in the last 10 games. I'm scoring. I'm sorry. They have a, they, they, they have the Bulls. The Bulls. They're four since the since, since they got Patrick Beverly, they have a winning record. Oh uh, no, I, I get that. Last I get seven that. games. I, I, I get that. I get that. But I'm just going with that. So last 10, they four six. So. It's hard, Dave. Hey mom, shout to mom in the chat. <laughs> hey, woman's day too. Hey, good timing, mom. What's going on? There you go. Now, now, that does not mean that I'm putting the boys out the play out the out of the plane because they are right there, right right after the Wizards. So it's Wizards and the Bulls right there, nine and ten. So Ty, even though you just thanked me, I think you might want to take that thing away because I don't think y'all making the plan. So <laughs> I got y'all at eleven, and Who's I got I, I have. Pacers, I have the Indiana Pacers at eleven, and I have the Magic at twelve. Um, I'm really, I really kind of sort of want to talk about the Magic though, because I don't. Um, for me, I want to uh, kind of sort of address this comment right here. I, I don't think it's that they don't know who their main guy is. I think we all know that Paolo is the best player on the team. I think it's it's been his team since he got drafted. However. I think the coach doesn't know who the main guy is. But that's that's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. Uh, I, okay, well, if he's saying that, then I, I agree. I don't think the coach understands who the best, who the, who the, mm-hmm. who the man needs to be, because Paolo has shown since he got drafted that hey, give me the ball, I can handle everything else. Well, look, the coach is the problem in Orlando. I I think he's not the right guy for the job. They need to just go ahead and let him go, and go ahead and go and go get grab email Udoka or grab another good coach out there. I don't care who it is, but that guy ain't the answer. So go out there, go get somebody, whether it's Mark Jackson, you may do get somebody. Go go get someone that's going to help out this team because he's not Sam doing Cassell. it. He, he makes Sam Cassell. It, could, it doesn't matter who it is. Somebody got to make some kind of – someone has somebody in that front office need, need, need to see that he doesn't make timely decisions. Bad bad timeout calls. Sometimes he don't call timeout, call timeouts when he needs to. The defenses that he – the defensive sets he sets are terrible. 
The offensive stats that he's setting is not good. He's he putting the ball in the wrong people's hands at times. He he's not the right coach for the job. So I'm not an Orlando Magic fan, but I want some competition in Florida. Ooh. So you ain't doing it right now because we come on, you get the guy out the door, hire somebody so it can be some real battle in Florida because it's none right now. Mm. There's no battle in Florida right now. Miami, Miami looks bad, but we still own Florida. Mm. Just so you know. Tom, I'm a so Vaughn, get ready to go ahead and just pay up that bet. All right. Ooh. Oh my god. Look, can I be ignorant for two seconds, fellas? Just two seconds. Look, hey, uh, Ime Edoka, you know, DC got some of the beautifulest women, you know. Uh, Ted, if you want to bring a coach here that can reshape the culture, we got everything you need here in DC because it seemed like y'all want to bring Sam Cassell and look, Wes, I'm not for a coach getting fired. I don't want to see a man lose his job, but I also seen what Ime did with the Celtics, and I would love some playoff success. With the three we got, it can, we can make it happen. So, look, Wizards fans, call me crazy if you want. But, hey, Eme, give us a call, man. Tomo, breaking mm-hmm. news. <clears throat> we got Kevin Durant's results. Phoenix Suns star Kevin Durant is expected to be reevaluating in two weeks <sighs> with his left ankle sprain and return based on rehab progress. Wow. Swelling has gone down in the ankle. Which Durant injured slipping in the pregame one month. So the swelling went down, but he still hurt. Two weeks. That's halfway through the season. The season only four weeks left. That's why I said I said there should be some fear. We're gonna crop this part out and put it with the the segment with Katie and that's crazy. All right. Let's go to our final topic. They I've been waiting for all day for this. Nah, for real. All day. I know Tom was excited about it. Hey, listen, the floor is yours. Take it over, Dave. All right. So, welcome to Thursday's debut to the doghouse. Now, the person I have with the doghouse today, it warms my heart to be to be able to put to, to, to be able to put him in the doghouse. He is a part of a rival team of the Miami Heat. Who happened to put us out in the playoffs last year? He wasn't on the team, but he played there. He won a championship with them. And he made some of the dumbest remarks I've ever heard on ESPN when he tried to talk about some MVP talks. Kendrick Perkins, my guy, you in the doghouse. You tried to bring race into a, a situation that had nothing to do with race at all. ESPN even had to come on the show the next day to say that your report was wrong. Tom, go ahead and play that sound for me. Doghouse. There you go. Look, Kendrick Perkins, I'm sorry. You you make some of the worst takes on ESPN. Mm. I don't even understand why you're still up there. That's just me. That's just me. You know, you're a Boston Celtics, so I'm, I'm actually glad to be putting you in the doghouse. You may never come out. You may just because it's you, and just because you you play for the Boston, you may never come out of the dog. But those remarks you made were pretty stupid. JJ Reddick made you look stupid. He really did. And then ESPN didn't back you up because when they came out the next day of the year, his remarks, yeah, the what he said was wrong because it's actually more diverse than what he said. So he he made that wrong. And then look, you tried to name the the only person you would have had an argument against was Steve Nash. He might not have deserved that, but I don't think it had anything to do with him being white. 
That's just me personally. And I'm I'm a Miami Heat fan, so I thought that Shaq should have got it that that one time. But hey, look, it's it's Steve Nash. They had a they had a better record. I, I get it. I get it. I understand that. But Dirk and Jokic, come on now. Jokic is averaging a triple double this year. And the last two years, he's led his team to the playoffs and they were higher than the six seed. So what can you really say about Jokic? And then Dirk, I mean, come on, this is one of the best, one of the best players of all time, a Hall of Famer. When he won the MVP that season, he had a really great season. So for you to try to bring race into that shows that you don't, you clearly don't pay attention to basketball as much as you played. So something's something's wrong with you. You, you in the doghouse, Kendrick Perkins, and like I said, you may not ever come out. Mm. <laughs> hey, hey, Dave, man. Somebody had to say it, and I knew you was gonna say it, man. Like, hey, and J- as JMO says, as as you like to always say, Perk, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I wish I could do my Perk, my Kendrick Perkin impression, but I ain't got it down pat just yet. But when I get it, I'm gonna do it. Like, nah, flat out. I that whole argument on first take was on. For one perk, you almost had a you almost had a solid debate until you tried to bring race into it. Like you had a solid debate as far as like how they were killing Russ, but then you also got to think about this. Russ was averaging a triple double trying to make the playoffs. The Denver Nuggets are flat out one of the best teams in the NBA Facts. with Jokic averaging a triple double. Like and it's like effortless. Like I can see the stat patting thing. It don't even seem like he's statting pats because the man can't jump. So his game just looks effortless when you watch him play. Now, where he wanted to come from, I think he was just upset because J.J. Ruddick was spitting hot facts. And then the fact that ESPN, the way they cut up the the monologue to show everybody, (laughs) like, look, Kendrick Perkins' takes are his takes only. Don't bring that over here. (laughs) But, again, man, you earned yourself to be in a doghouse. Good job, Dave. And then you yeah. tried to, and then you try to come on social media and say you're gonna come at JJ Ray for what? You lost. You lost the debate. It's no point. Stop trying. Just let it go and do better. Go, go back. Go, go. Do better. Do better research next time, Kendrick Perkins. That's that's all I'm gonna say. I do yeah. do my research. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His biggest thing kept saying like Russ getting killed, but yo, first of all, Yogis and Russ are two different people. Yogis is quiet. Russ is loud. Like Russ is not averaging triple double right now, and he's still getting killed. So that had nothing to do with that. And plus, Russell Westbrook, not saying he purposely did this because he's a good rebounder, but he, he was the first point guard for real that I know of that sat at the free throw line. At the free throw, I mean, that sat on the, on the side of the free throw. When they shoot the free throw, he went down for the rebound. That's rare for a point guard. And people thought he was doing that to get rebounds. He averaged exactly 10 rebounds that year. So there's reasons why for that happened. But, Dave, I want to add somebody to your doghouse. All right. Okay. It's not really somebody. It's two organizations that I, I, I love these organizations, you know, and I'm going to just say it. Fox Sports 1 and ESPN. Mm. Now, now, before I talk about Fox Sports 1 and ESPN, this is not a diss to y'all. I watch you guys all the time. You guys inspire me. I like shows like First Thing First. I like shows like First Take. I like shows like Undisputed. I watch Speak. I watch uh, Max Key and Jay. I mean, I watch NBA Today, NFL Live. I watch all y'all. And y'all inspire me. I learn a lot from y'all. But come on. Why are we not talking about the greatest story in the NBA right now? I know Refuse to Lose family is like, I'm tired of hearing about the Kings. 
But listen, y'all, this national media, we don't hear enough of it. David and Tomo, the Kings are about to snap a 16-year playoff drought. That's the longest playoff drought in any major sport right now. Jets are second, by the way, if you're a Jets fan, at 12. 16 years. Longest one. They're not knocking on – I'm going to say we got the jersey on. They're not knocking on the door to the playoffs. They kicked the door down and ran through the whole house. Number two C right now. So I'm going to give you all some facts that you probably don't know. And FS1, ESPN, I need y'all to bring it to the national media, please. So I, I, I beg you. Listen to this, y'all. Y'all probably know. I, I tell y'all all the time. <laughs> so, look, every team in the West has a losing record on the road, except for the Suns. They are 500. The Nuggets, 1 over 500. And the Kings, 5 over 500. Mm. The Kings have the highest field goal percentage in the full quarter. The Kings are undefeated in overtime. Mm. Fox is first in clutch points. Sabonis is first in rebounding, first in double-doubles. Keegan Murray is first in three points made by, by a rookie. Malik Monk is second in bench scoring. And, uh, oh, sorry, sorry, I'm, I'm getting thrown off. Yeah, all right, so there. Malik is, Malik is second in points off the bench, right? We have the highest field. So we have the uh uh here. Yeah, forget that. That equals the the number one offense in Henry history. <laughs> Not number one offense in the league, which we are lead the league in points per game. The number one offense in NBA history. Just to give you a taste on how good this offense is, right? We played the Los Angeles Clippers, who had the best offensive game they had in their franchise history. And they still lost. That's crazy. They still lost. And you know what happened? Y'all know what the talk was after that game, y'all? How was Westbrook's debut with the Clippers? Are you serious? Bring right? the Are next you game. Serious? What about that next game? Right? The next game. I mean, I don't think we all forgot about that. Look, we was on TNT with the Nets, and they, they didn't even know who we were. I, shout out to uh, TNT. They put my tweet on there. You know, they didn't even know who we were. They had to do research about who we were as a Kings fan, right, as a Kings. And, and also this, y'all, too, the, the, the last thing is this. We started a defensive player of the game chain. Other teams are doing it. And we lighten the beam every win. That's different. And lighten we're not getting talked about. That's wild. So, in the words of my man Dave, FS1, ESPN. My guy, you in the doghouse. Who, who? <laughs> Let's get it. All right, sorry, man. Hey, that, that was frustrating me. <laughs> that was hey, that was perfect. That was perfect. I I knew you was putting them on, but I didn't know why. Now I understand why. Hey, Everest one ESPN, y'all got something to do, man. Y'all nope, can't be man. putting on. I understand the Lakers is a story to hear about, but they not. They've been in the playoffs. They they won a championship in the bubble. We got to talk about a team that's breaking a streak, and the best <laughs> offense in W and not W but in NBA history. Come on now. If that, was, if that was someone else, if that was the Celtics, you would put it up there. Give the Kings some respect. I got to say that. Hey, I want to say one more thing, man. I'm glad you did put them in the doghouse because prior to doing this show, you become like, uh, what is it, preset to only talk about the Cowboys, Lakers, Yankees, and LeBron, you know, because that's all ESPN, like you said, Fox and all them talk about. But now that we do this show, you really, you realize we like, you realize we like, look, I have a team. I want to talk about it. 
But there's also other teams that's doing stuff that nobody in the media wants to touch on, i.e. the Orlando Magic situation. The fact that they actually have a good team and they're up and coming, but nobody wants to talk about it. The Kings and what they're doing. We even touch, I mean, of course, the the Ja Morant situation, but we talked about the Memphis Grizzlies. We literally give every team and on every sport their own moment to shine. So we kind of do like the beam for the teams that don't even get talked about. Right. And you know what would be shocking? If the Kings make it to the finals, then they really have to talk about y'all. <laughs> that, they would have to talk about y'all. That, I ain't write this down, but I was my point also was y'all professionals. Come on. Y'all supposed to watch the sport. Y'all should know what's going on. Don't wait until it happened to be like, stop talking about it. Like in this, in this, in this media thing, you want to be the first. You know, you want to be the first one out. Start talking about the Kings and then when it happens, listen, Tama, you said something. We might not make the finals. We might not be the favorites, but if it happened, y'all just heard that is read off. Don't be surprised. Don't be yeah. surprised. Another thing I want to say about this show that other shows don't do, we bring up topics that other shows don't talk about. Mm-hmm. Remember the Jerry Jones situation? No one mentioned it until we brought it up on the show. Right after we had it on the show, LeBron James had said it right the very next day. So, look. we're said exactly up. what you said, too. He said every day. He took my words. Word for word. <laughs> word for word. Word for word. Word for word. But we we give it and it's not just for us we give we give you the audience we give you an opportunity to come on the show and talk about your favorite team if you know something that's going on that we haven't talked about let us know facts that's your opportunity to not only get into the chats but to come on the show and bring light to your team that's a section that is a segment for your team that is not happening anywhere else but here Damn. From a fan's mouth to the people's ears, I'm telling you, it's very rare that you ever hear somebody talk about the Wizards this much, unless we ragging on them. And and I do rag on them. Trust me, I do. But there's very little topics about the Wizards. The only time they talk about the Wizards on ESPN when Russ was uh, going back and forth with Stephen A. about him stat padding. That's it. As good as Miami, as good as Miami has been, we only talked about when we play against like the Celtics or someone, or in the playoffs when Jimmy Butler plays good. Other than that. I don't hear much about Miami. Facts. But on the football um, side, I'm good. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Commander like a million times in the show. Like, come on. They never can mention the media for real. This is about Daniel Snyder. Mm-hmm. All right. So, yeah, it was a great show. But before we end this thing, right, make sure y'all like this video. If you're on still, hit that like button. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit that subscribe button. Share this live. They can go back and watch it live. It's not, not live. It was already live. They can go back and watch the live. And then we're going to break up the segments so you can watch it individually. Also, appreciate y'all for using that comment section. Y'all been in the comments like always. We appreciate that. Y'all always lit in the comments. And then, Tamo, talk about those IG chats that we have. Look, we just gave y'all we just gave y'all a full-fledged commercial just now. Like You can join one of these chats, participate in the chat, and then, hey, you may be able to come on the show. I ain't going to say may because once you participate, you kind of earned your right to come on the show and participate and like share some of that knowledge that you was giving us. Like Teddy came on here, he shares knowledge about baseball. Tony comes on here and he drops his knowledge about being a Patriots fan. Carl comes on here and drops his knowledge. Hey, we also meant to tell y'all that we was the first to tell y'all about Lamar in that situation. It might not play the way it's gonna play. 
Carl came on here and talked about that too. Just think about it. Then we have Coach. Coach shows up and he talks about a plethora of sports. I'm trying to get Mark back on here so he could talk about a plethora of sports too. So, and then we got our man, my man Kev. He talked about the Eagles. He drops his, he dropped his watch. It's broke now, but he drops, <laughs> he drops some stuff every now and then. And you're probably like, who are all these people I just named, and how did they come on the show? Well, they were part of all of these chats. The NFL chat, the NBA chat, the college football chat, the college basketball chat, the boxing chat, and the MLB chat. All of these chats are on Instagram. Now we have not seen them. We still playing that song. Put an APB out on them. We might need to light the beam and use that as a search party. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can join these chats. You just hit us up on the uh, in one of our social medias below. Uh, Instagram and TikTok is at Refuse to Lose Sports. On Twitter is at R2L Sports. And again, if you're on Facebook, make sure you hit that like book, that like button, because I know you're on there right now. Hit that like button. We can see it. Subscribe to the page if you have not. If you're just watching it on Facebook, subscribe to the page. Then come over to YouTube and subscribe to the page. It's the same thing. Refuse to lose sports. If you're on YouTube, do the same thing. Go over to Facebook or one of the social medias I just dropped. And then you hit us up and be like, look, I want to be a part of all the chats or you want to be a part of a specific chat. We get you in there and then boom, my man, my man Jerry showed up and look, Jerry showed up and showed out. I ain't seen nobody just jump in the chat like that. Jerry jumped in. He said, look, I want to be a part of the NFL chat. I want to be in the NBA chat. I want to be in this chat too. So <laughs> look, join the family. Hold up. What this comment say? Oh, go, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Tom, are you dead wrong for not talking about the reigning duo analyst of the year? I was going to get to you, man. I was going to get to you, man. I was going to get to you. <laughs> Say, you're done, sir. Man, he's going to hit me with my own stuff. <laughs> so since we talking about that, hey, J-Mo, you definitely got to come on here. You be talking about the 76ers since you want to talk about analyst of the year. I'm giving it to J-Mo. There you go, Vaughn. <laughs> nah, I got to give it to Vaughn. Vaughn came on here. We had an intimate episode. He talked about the Orlando Magic. So, yeah. again, he made the call. And we had he made another call too. Yeah. Oh, he made the call for the debate. No, so no. he made a call for Orlando again. He like, get me back on. I gotta talk about Markel Fox. See, Fox. look, hold on. You know what? I think we know who won. He making the phone calls and he making things happen, Bob. That's <laughs> off to you, man. Hey, look to all the other people in the chat that's trying to win. Hey, y'all not putting the same energy that 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 Devon is. It look like y'all giving it up. If if y'all competitive, <laughs> y'all might want to make some calls. I know Kev. Kev has said something about not being on, and has he been on since? I mean, I don't, I don't know. Look, no, y'all we, 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 we've been talking. We've been talking. My people talking to his people. <laughs> y'all want to win? Y'all better let us know. Y'all bet y'all got to come on the show. My man, shout out. But yeah, so like, let let's do let's do last words. Y'all see what I got on? Listen, y'all. If you haven't watched the best offense in NBA history yet, you got a chance to do it tonight. 10 p.m. start TNT. We playing the Knicks. I know y'all teams, you know, a lot of y'all teams play primetime games a lot like Davis, Cowboys. I get it. My teams don't. None of them. So whenever we on primetime, we take advantage of it. All right. So right now we are undefeated on primetime games. We're outscoring our opponents by 81 points. So if you want to see, I got, I got, I got, I got us winning tonight. So if you're going to want to watch the Kings playing, 10 o'clock on TNT. That's what I got for y'all. Like the beam. All right, so for for me, I'm strictly talking about college basketball today. Duke, let's go, baby. 
rank we're no what y'all can't say we're not ranked now we rank 21 now so y'all can't say we're not ranked now we rank and we just blew our pit today 96 to 69 so that's good let's get it let's, let's go ahead and win this tournament we we swept swept the doors off of unc you know unc you're done son you know you're you're up out of here we 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 swept y'all so no i, I don't see y'all doing anything so let's go duke um ncaa tournament coming up next selection sunday show coming up on sunday with my my, my guy carl hey i'm ready i'm ready miami heat i ain't got nothing to say about you i already had a text for you so there you go San Francisco offseason. Hey, we got seven comp seven comp compensatory picks. So, hey, let's go. Hey, hopefully they can like get them a quarterback or something with that. I mean, hopefully hey, can get a playoff win. <laughs> we will. We will. We did that last year. We need in the two. second round. We need two. There you go. In Correct the second that. round. We need two. <laughs> All right, look, Bradley Bill. Oh man, Max Deal. You're getting like 40 something mil a year. I know all that probably rhymes for some people that's listening, but bro, you have to find a way to get the ball to the hot hand. You cannot keep going down the middle of the paint and trying to do these layups, knowing you're not going to get the call because the refs are going to look at you the same way they, the same way you look at them. What? The ball going that way. You're not getting superstar calls. So just pass the ball. Porzingis was hitting threes. I mean, I know somebody had a parlay. I know they came off yesterday because he had seven threes. Porzingis is up. I told y'all once he left that toxic work environment, he is now back to a star that he is. Remember what you said earlier, Joe, about him being in Dallas and you kind of was like a role player there? It's a toxic work environment. You can see it now. Look, yeah. that's why Luca trying to fake like his hamstring hurt. He need a vacation. They was overusing him. He was at max usage. And now they got somebody else. So ice up, son. <laughs> Dallas. Again, just make a call, any call. I don't even care. Get a defensive player, go get a wide receiver, do something. And that's all I got for you, man. And, oh, one thing else. I appreciate everybody that subscribed to the show. And, hey, stick around. The show is only going to get better from here. Mm -hmm. All right, y'all. That's all we have for y'all today. And we'll see y'all next episode. Peace. Thank you for staying to the end. If you're watching this on YouTube, please like this video, subscribe, and also hit that notification button so you can be notified next time we put out a video. If you're listening on any podcast platform, subscribe and hit that notification button, y'all, so you can be notified we put out another podcast audio. And last but not least, hit that share button. No matter what you're listening to or, or watching it, hit that share button and send it to somebody that you know that would love to watch this episode you just listened to. So once again, thank you for staying to the end, and we'll see y'all the next episode.